Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. New Year edition. New Year. New back, basics. Back to the basics episode three. 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 That was impressive. Minor recap. Episode one. Budgeting. The importance of actually starting a budget, which basically means tracking your expenses, mm-hmm. which nobody does. No. And that's not true. Well, everybody Are thinks you... that they make a budget by just saying, oh, I'm going to spend this. I'm on but a budget. you don't actually know how much you actually spend on stuff. Not that anyone would start at this episode, but if you did and you've missed the first two, go back and check that out. Episode number two, Fast Cash and Emergency Fund. The first line items to sort of... Uh, attribute money towards but this one probably my favorite oh yeah magic is in the margin love it <laughs> you are on fire today <laughs> on fire what's margin logan margin is that's when you I have your budget toast you fill it <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. that's margarine i don't use margarine margin is all about if you have income and you have outflow. So you have the money that's coming in the door. You have the money that's going out the door. You've figured this out from tracking your expenses. you figured out how much you spend each month. Figure out how much you have coming in. That should be pretty obvious. What is left over? And what is left over is the margin. Now, we're, we're talking about margin now. You, you're going to have to use your margin to build up the fast cash in the emergency fund. That, that, uh, you know, we did talk about looking around your house, selling well, some yeah, things you don't yeah, need. Getting rid I mean, of some, yeah. I mean, I remember building up a, an emergency fund probably in about, you know, two months by mm. basically going around and uh, using my camera phone and selling a bunch of garbage that I didn't ever use. So Fair. people just need to have Fair. a garage sale. But yes, theoretically, that is another way. So now you have margin. the basics done. You have those two big things out of the way. What do you do with that income minus outflow, the leftover, which is that beautiful margin? So there's an old saying, I love it. If your outgo exceeds your income, your upkeep will be your downfall. I know you all wanted to write that down, so I'll say it again. If your outgo exceeds your income, your upkeep will be your downfall. Brilliant! Brilliant! The reality is that when you're on this journey, unfortunately, it's not enough to just match your income versus your expenses. That's a great start. Don't get me wrong. Simply not going backwards is half the battle. You're probably doing better than half of America if you are not digging yourself a debt sort of tomb. That was kind of morbid. Mm. A debt whatever hole every month because a lot of people are. It's why we firmly believe in Again, the fast cash and the emergency fund, because as we've already mentioned, as Murphy's Law will state, the minute you sort of get financial religion, you wake up one day and you're like, enough is enough, you are immediately going to have some sort of setback. It's yep. going to happen. Yep. And so in order to avoid going completely backwards, those first two steps are critical. However, if you want to build wealth and you want to start making progress towards paying off debt and actually putting money away, you have to create margin. Now, going through the process of simply tracking all of your expenses and actually formulating a budget 
making sure you have the fast cash and the emergency fund. Now you're at the point where you can sit down and you can look and say, okay, every two weeks I make this. Every two weeks I spend this. Now you might have to extend that out to a month because surely there are payments that are front-loaded. There are payments that are near the end of the month, etc. So clearly you want to look at it maybe over a 30-day period. Over a 30-day period, you want to say, look, I'm bringing in $5,000 a month. And you sit down and you look at this newly created budget and you say, I'm spending $5,000 a month. Now you might say, that's pretty good. Not bad. And listen, if you don't have any debt, you have your emergency fund and fast cash, and that $5,000 you're spending includes 10% towards retirement, I would say you are yeah, pretty you're good. Probably good. You're mm -hmm. probably good. But if you want to create wealth and flexibility and freedom, you're going to have to create more margin. How do you create more margin? There's only two ways that I know of to create more margin. The first is to cut more expenses. Yep. Now, I'm a firm believer that if you have outstanding debt, anything but a house, I, first of all, I believe all debt is bad debt. If you owe somebody, that's not a good thing, okay? Now, did it help you start a business, go to school, get an education, buy a home? That's our, those are good things. That's our, those are great things, but the debt is still bad. But the reality is you do have to compartmentalize debt that we probably could pay off fairly quickly credit cards, auto loans, store cards, etc. And then there's debt that's going to take maybe a little bit more time, student loans and a mortgage I would lump into those categories. But if you have any debt at all, the reality is you're going to have to have margin in order to pay that down. Number one is cutting. And again, if you have debt, especially the bad debt, credit cards, store cards, auto loans, you've got to cut more. I mean, I meet with people all the time and they're like, ah, oh, it's just pay month to month, you know, oh, hang on a second, let me check my $700 iPhone, or, you know, did you see that thing on Netflix the other night, or, you know, yeah, you know, we don't do much, but we did just go on vacation mm -hmm. to Aruba, and I'm like, what? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's like having a conversation, like, yeah, I really got to lose weight while you're splitting a pizza and a beer. Right. Like, that ain't going to work. Right. It's not going to cut it. So cutting expenses to the point where sometimes it kind of hurts is not a bad thing. Absolutely. And I think a lot of the time when you're cutting expenses, it's actually easier. Every, when you listen to that episode you heard about fixed versus variable expenses, I think sometimes it's easier to cut some of the fixed expenses, your subscription services that you have, figuring out all those subscriptions that you have outstanding, figuring out, you know, am I paying a monthly amount every single month to Spotify or something? Do you really need that? Do you really actually need it? You can go on YouTube and listen to it or something like that. So figuring out what things you can cut because at the end of the day, like we always say, to build wealth, you have to have that margin factor. Cutting expenses is critical, and that's, the, that's obviously one of the most easy methods by which to create margin. But let's face it. Let's say you've cut all the expenses. You're down to the bare necessities. Oh, it's the bare necessities. I love that song. What's that from? That's a Disney movie, right? That they're walking yeah, around the, the... Was it Robin Hood? Robin Hood? Robin? No. No. Isn't Robin. There, isn't there a movie with Pooh? Bernstein the Pooh? Bears or something like that? I don't know. Bernstein Bears. Don't even get me started on the Mendelssohn effect. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah, if you know, you know you're listening to that right now. Anyways, okay. Wow, we just went off on a tangent. This, what is it? Jungle Book. Ah, the second way to create margin is to increase your income. Yep. We've never been in an environment like we are in today 
where someone can increase their income. You know, the other day I called in a carryout order right down here, down the road at uh, whatever it's called, First Watch. And I walked down and I picked up my order, but I had to wait about 10 minutes. Hmm. And while I was waiting 10 minutes, there were five, I counted five individual DoorDash, Uber Eats, whatever, walk in, show the, and you know, because they come in and they show the phone. Yep. They don't even talk. They show the phone. They get the stuff. They walk out. The, I mean, and I'm like, all of those people, that might be either their full-time job or mm-hmm. their side hustle. Mm-hmm. But wowzer, has it ever been easier to get a no, part-time or side hustle job? Obviously, the side hustle is like a huge phrase now in the finance industry. Everybody talks about side hustle, side hustle. But your side hustle could be $50 a month. Like It could be small. Getting a side hustle and driving Uber, doing DoorDash, doing something where you're making crafts and selling them. I, I don't care what it is, but if you need to increase margin, you can't cut on the expense side. This is the way to do it. And a side hustle is such a... I mean, there's so many ways with the internet nowadays to make money. I I have such little empathy. Listen, unless you have a physical ailment, you genuinely can't do other things. I get it. There are people out there. There's people out there listening to this podcast. They don't have that ability. But knowing folks that, that I know that have done things, I wrote about this in the book. I'll tell this story again, albeit very briefly, is one of the most impactful experiences I went through observing someone do this was a friend of mine, Eric Geary, who for a very long period of time until just recently ran, he was the CEO of one of the largest nonprofits in our town, in our community, major multi-million dollar annual budget. They do amazing work. They still do amazing work, but he's no longer with that organization. I think he's on the board. But during his early tenure, and clearly they're not going to pay their salaries, even though they do amazing work and they have huge budgets, they don't pay a lot of money. I mean, it's a ministry organization. And I remember him sort of going on this this path to to create margin and pay down some debt and really start to build wealth. And he didn't have a lot of time. There was, you know, he did ministry on nights and weekends and mm-hmm. so forth. And so I remember talking to him. And I said, "Well, what are you going to do?" He goes, "Well, I got a paper route." And I was like, "You got a paper route?" And this guy was forty years old. He has a teenage son at home. And he goes, yeah, he goes, it, you know, it's kind of cool. Like we get up as a family in the morning at 3.30, we roll papers, and then we get in the car and we deliver the papers. And I'm like, it's awesome. are you serious? He did it for two or three years, paid off all his outstanding debt. And oh, by the way, he didn't stop there because when he did have a little bit of margin in the budget, he started buying rental properties to offset his income and kind of create a side hustle. Now I think he has a few dozen rental properties and so forth. So, I mean... My empathy level for folks who who can't create margin is typically not there. I usually can look at a budget and go, 25% of this crap you don't need. Yeah. Get rid of it. Yeah. And what are you doing on the weekends? Oh, well, you know, it's my time to rest and reflect. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Rest and reflect. Rest and reflect while you're driving your Uber exactly. or delivering DoorDash or something. I mean, yeah. come on. Is it Goggins that says, like, if you want to get up early, get up early? Yeah, I, mean, I love that, Goggins. That's Goggins. kind of like, the, that's kind of what this is. If you want to create margin, create margin. There's two ways to do it, two ways only. Cut expenses, 
increase your income. You're absolutely right. In the next episode, we're going to talk about what to do with that and sort of a, a debt hierarchy. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is that it's pretty simple. I mean, once you create margin, you've got to get out of debt. You've got to pay that da- debt down. We'll talk about that in the ne- next episode. I'm a big believer. It's one of the, not few, but one of the things that I really do like from Ramsey is the debt snowball. We'll talk about that. But do not forget... You will not progress now that you have your emergency fund, you've got your fast cash, you've built your budget, you've got to find the margin. That is where the magic is. Absolutely. And I just finished with this. Every step that we go from here on out when you're talking about margin and this whole process in general, it's all about focus. I see so many times young people or people starting on this journey, they want to do everything at once. They want to have a budget. They want to have margin. They want to pay off all their debt. They also want to contribute to accounts. They want to invest. They want to, they want to buy rental property. They want to buy rental property. They, they want, want to be retired. They, they want, want to, to do travel. all of it all at the same time. <laughs> Focus. Focus is the key. You have to create that margin before you can pay off that debt. You have to have the emergency fund and the fast cash before you can have the margin that can pay off the debt. I mean, you have to focus in and really narrow it down. There's a reason we're doing these episodes in order. Be focused. Really attack it. You're going to be on a good path. You know what FOCUS stands for? What? Follow one course until successful. That's fire. No, that's FOCUS. (laughs) You're the worst. (laughs) All right, let's wrap it up. Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest. Stay focused and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.